0: Welcome to Retro Smash Gaming Podcast, your bi-weekly retro gaming podcast. Hello. I am Eric. Joining me is Nicholas. Hello. Nicholas, how are you doing?
1: I am good, I think. Cold. Cold. Wet from the rain. Yeah, it's been nasty out. Yes. But other than that, not bad. How about you? I'm doing all right. Good. Good. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Uh, I don't know. I forgot to take notes. What are we talking about today? <laughs>
0: Today we are talking Star Fox sixty four. Uh, Ooh, uh, no.
1: Uh, I I have a love hate relationship with Star Fox sixty four, but we'll get into that a little bit.
0: Let's try to stick with the love. It's a uh, it's a very beloved game for me. I was trying to think of another word that didn't have love. Like it's a very like I adore the game. There you go. Adore. Adore is a good word. Not to give any spoilers because I do have some <laughs> qualms with it, but.
1: Right. But it's I don't know if it's just it wasn't what I, you know, I'll get into that later. We'll get into all that here in a little bit. Yeah. How's that sound? Yeah. Uh, before we get there, we have a game. Yes, we do. And I am not the one that's going to be given the game today. You are. That is correct. Yay. I was tired of looking like a fool. <laughs> That's that's not hard to do. I mean, I it, it's it, is this thing on? Is this thing on? That's that's not hard. I I mean, I'm I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So I don't know if this is going to be as good as one of your
0: games. I I have confidence in you, though. Yeah, I do too. I think um, <laughs> I, I think you'll like it. Okay, so sticking with the space theme. Yay! Are we going to Uranus? No, God damn it. <laughs> yes, we are doing Star Wars. Or Ikea drawers. Ooh. So I am going to list off some things, and you have to tell me if they, if it is a planet from the Fallen Order Star Wars game, or it's a piece of Ikea furniture with drawers in it.
1: Oh, my God. Is, is So it's either one. It's not like there's none that's in either range. Dis
0: or that. Is it? You
1: know what that means? That means you got to do the song. Oh, you got to do the song no. this week.
0: Is it this or is it that? Nick has, is it pick or choose?
1: <laughs> you want me to do the song? Um, yeah. Is it this or is it that? For a change, I have to choose. It's just me, this or that. It's choose then. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because your name has two syllables, so I can go Eric has to choose. Or you could go Nicky has to choose. I could be Nicky, sure. Nicky has to choose. Or like, I for once have to choose. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right let's roll them
0: so first up. let's go
1: Ecket Ecket e k e t Ecket so Ikea is Swedish yep right that's that's all their stuff for some reason that sounds like one of those weird like i'm gonna say it's an Ikea drawer. final answer yes, you would be correct hey one for one
0: all right. number two rast r a s t rast
1: rast. rast. Are there any umlauts or anything any kind of weird um there are not and I would not tell you if there <laughs> you were You wouldn't tell me because it would give it away Um I'm going to say that is a planet I'm going to say it's a planet.
0: You would be incorrect. Ooh. All right, let's see. Number 3 we are going
1: ner. nur n u r nur um let's see a ner that's a that's i'm gonna say that's an ikea that sounds too weird i don't know like I, I like the star wars series have always had like these big long bodacious names to them so i'm gonna say in you are i'm gonna say that's an ikea drawer that is incorrect Ooh. okay it's a star wars
0: planet oh so you are one for three right now oof number four is tarva t-a-r-v-a
1: Harva, I'm going to say that is an Ikea drawer. You'd be correct. Yay, I'm two for four. Two for four.
0: All right, number five, Haga, H-A-U-G-A.
1: That sounds like a Star Wars planet. Final answer? Sure. You'd be incorrect. Oh, Oh. ouch. What do we got? You are. I need to to clear these last two for the win.
0: All right, number six, Bogana, B-O-G-A-N-A.
1: Bogana. I think I'm going to stick with the theme. I'm just going to make, now I know how you feel all the time. Uh, I'm going to say it's an Ikea drawer. You'd be incorrect. Oh,
0: I lose. That sucks. Oh. All right. And for the pointless number seven,
1: Zepho Oh, you Z-E-F-F-F-O. wait till last to give me the one I actually know? Oh, you know that one? No. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what that is. I'm going to say it's an Ikea drawer just because I've guessed them all as Ikea drawers star wars oh god how many of the star wars ones versus the ikea doors do you have on there was it four to three ratio yeah four ikea oh Uh, i lose i lose i lose my first game
0: yeah how's it feel
1: um dumbass (laughs) ow i deserve that not great not great good i like that good i'm glad you do (laughs) all right you ready for the main topic yep because it's time for another Retro Smash. Deep, 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 deep. Dive, 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 dive. <laughs> You're kind of looking like, I don't know if I like that or not. <laughs> All
0: right. So we are talking Star Fox 64 today. We certainly
1: are. This we certainly was, are.
0: This was the second game in Star Fox series because Star Fox 2 did not come out until the Nintendo Classic, Super Nintendo Classic came out. Right, yes and that was because they never released that because the N64 was coming out and there were some other problems too.
1: Did you ever it. play by the way before we jump into the 64 did you ever play the original Star Fox on I, the Super Nintendo? I have since the classic came out but I never did before. Oh, do you, I I feel like that was really kind of it was really kind of clunky but man Nintendo tried a whole bunch of different stuff with their mode set. They really did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. The original. It was weird. I saw somebody compare that one time to trying to play World of Warcraft on the Sega Saturn. I felt like that was a fair analogy. Hmm. Like it just, yeah, the concept was great, but it was a little before its time or whatever. But I mean, I don't think it was that terrible. It was. It was. Okay. But maybe uh, not at the time. Right.
0: Yeah, definitely now. All right. This was developed by Nintendo EAD and obviously published by Nintendo. It came out in Japan on April 27th, 1997, in North America on June 30th, 1997, and in the PAL regions on October 4th, 1997. Dude, 97 was a stacked year for games. Well, didn't Ocarina of Time come out that year too? Uh, I don't have that on my list, but we have games such as Final Fantasy 7. Okay. Mario Kart 64. Ooh, okay. Fallout. Which you know, I never played the original Fallout. I didn't play until they came out on the
1: consoles. Right, me either. So that's fair. Yeah. So
0: I don't know if it like Fallout was a good game, but the franchise and series that it Since started. then, Yeah, Symphony of the Night. Ooh. Golden Eye, Gran Turismo, Diddy Kong Racing, and then a few of my personal favorites, which probably aren't that big of games, but Age of Empires. Played that on the PC. Okay. And another PC game, Lego Island. Lego Island? Did you ever play that? No. No, it's a, uh, you are on an island made of Legos. Wow. Hmm. I would have never guessed. Nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would have never guessed.
0: Yeah, I I remember loving it as a kid, and I don't remember too much about it. I mean, you could deliver pizzas or some shit. I think there's some races you had to do.
1: But it was none of an, this
0: sounds great because I island. don't remember, but
1: on an island. On an island, yeah. Made of Legos.
0: Lego Island. Well, hot damn. Hot damn. So Star Fox 64, it had some good reception when it came out. Uh EGM gave it a 9.125 out of 10. Like nine.
1: That's awfully specific. 9.125. Like, 9. like, it's
0: fucking stupid. You say specific, I say stupid. GameSpot, 8.3 out of 10. IGN. out of 10
1: and nintendo life gave it a 9 out of 10 wow yeah every everybody loved this game and you know what i did too like before i come and crap all over it and crap all over your hopes and dreams because you like this game i really did like this game you did play it when you were younger yes but i didn't have a 64 growing up i almost did and you know what it was that almost got me my N64? Like what I was one, because I was picking between that and a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Those Taco Bell N64 toys. You remember those? No, I don't. Oh, they had, and I think they had a couple Star Fox um, toys too. They had, I'm looking it up here. They had a, let's see, 1997 Nintendo 64 set of five, Taco Bell Kids Meal Toys. They had one in the shape of an actual, like a little little mini N64 controller, but it was like a marble maze that you had to like go through with a plastic dome. There was a Yoshi. There was a, uh, there was like a little pyramid that you had to just try to move a ball through. Mm-hmm. I really wanted those. I think that was the one thing that really like tried to sway me into getting a 64. So goddamn subliminal advertising. It worked. It didn't because you didn't get it right. Well, I mean, it, it worked on me, but you know, I ended up getting the PlayStation instead, which I think completely rewrote my entire
0: the gaming history.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what I was gonna say. My it entire changed your gaming trajectory. Trajectory. Yeah, and between between that words. and the between that and the the pokeballs that every everybody got at Burger King. Yep. Yeah. The ones that came with little gold plates. Yep. And yep. Didn't some actually have the little Pokemon characters inside? Mm, maybe I don't remember. For some reason, I thought they were because I wanted to get all those and like hang around my belt loop and like look like a badass and go like try to you know go try to catch them all and you know because in let's see seven nineteen eighty seven I was in second or third I was in first or second or third grade and man all the kids that had like the shiny chrome pokeballs with the stuff inside they were like pimps and I was so fucking jealous all the time because they got all the cool stuff. They got all the kisses under the under the playground and uh, I didn't get no kisses. I have no I didn't have no Chrome Pokeballs. I didn't have no cool Taco Bell n 64 toys. I didn't get no kisses. I didn't get none of that cool stuff.
0: So, yeah, I didn't have a Nintendo 64 either when I was growing up. I played this game mostly at my babysitters. I think primarily like exclusively at my
1: babysitter's. Now let me ask you, did you play more single player or did you play more multiplayer while you were there? Uh both, honestly. Like I don't think one sticks out more than the other.
0: But I'll tell you what, it came out on the Switch and I could have swore that you could play multiplayer
1: co-op. I and I swore too. I think you can. Can you not? Like, and that's what I remember too. I think you and I kind of lived the same, like the same childhood because all of this game, until it came out on the Switch, I didn't play any of the single player mode on this game. My cousin had this for the 64, and I only remember playing like the open arena battle style on uh like versus mode.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those like Mandela effects. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah because I mean, you can't play co-op. but So yeah, we, we played both, the multiplayer like battle thing yeah. or the single player. So if you're not familiar with this game, and I can't imagine you wouldn't be, but maybe you're not. Who am I to judge?
1: We don't assume around here. Because you know what happens when you assume?
0: Yep. So it's a space shooter You're game. As you play as Fox McCloud, who is the leader of the Star Fox team, their group of mercenaries. And I find it kind of confusing at times. <laughs> I'm so like the story of the um the game is you are going after Andros, who is this evil scientist in one of the planets in the Lila system where you're playing. Your dad, James, I think James
1: McCloud. James. Yeah, I do. I do remember that much. I didn't get a whole lot into the story, but I do remember James McCloud.
0: Yeah, he gets taken by Andros. And so then there's, you know, Fox McCloud. So I always think of like Star Fox as Fox, but
1: Star Fox, is the actual team. Hey, from now on, when you say Fox McCloud's voice, can you do it like the big um, I can't. Super Smash voice? I won't. Fox McCloud! No. I, do, no, do, I won't do that. Do, 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 do. So
0: mm-hmm. you got to work your way through all these different planets to get to the big bad, Andross. In the game, there's, like we were talking about, there's really two main types, like game modes. There's the campaign mode, which you play the campaign, pretty self-explanatory. Or the multiplayer mode which you could do the point match, battle royal, not royale, right? Oh,
1: it's not royal. Oh, it's, it's battle, battle royal. royal. Yeah.
0: And time trial. So in the point match, you play at a certain like point. Like if you set five, then whoever gets like
1: five. Yeah, it's like battle mode in the original, um, actually in all of the Mario Kart games.
0: Then battle royal is last one standing and timed. The time trial is whoever scores most in that set amount of time. In the campaign, what's really unique about this game is they have the branching level system. So depending on what you do and how you do in one level, it will determine the path you take to get to Andros. Uh, so there's most of the levels you control a spaceship called the Wing, but a few you're on land as well. The Landmaster and one you're in a sub. Which I didn't
1: is- get to the sub. I think to the sub when I was playing again.
0: It's a uh, rail shooter game, meaning like you're on rails throughout the game. You are forced to progress like it there's no like gas button where you go like you're always going you're on rails gotcha. and it, like
1: a, i think that's a good way to describe that yeah
0: like through a tunnel almost right I mean, th- yeah like that's how the game's developed but they yeah put all the shit around it so you don't feel like you're in a tunnel but essentially right. you don't you feel
1: like you're moving forward but you actually are uh
0: but then you know there's a few times like when you fight some of the bosses you go in all range mode which is just this um big like square rectangle map and you have to stay within the boundaries, but you. It's free flying within there. And in the game, you got like bombs, uh, laser upgrades that you could use, and um, the silver and gold rings, which are like your health. But what's also cool about the game is you have wingmen. You have Falco, Slippy, and Peppy. And they each kind of do something different. Falco sometimes locates the alternate routes. Slippy gives you like bosses' health and shit like that. And Peppy just gives you like general advice. But there's also bill and cat too, you know cat yeah, in a few of the levels, there's like another wingman that comes in
1: really? one's Bill,
0: yep, one's Bill and one's cat. huh, and they just stick around for that level, and maybe one more after that, but I think well, I think Bill sticks around for two levels, the one with the giants, like the mothership, I think he comes, and then also in the level after that, the lava,
1: if I remember right that's as far as I got I got like the lava level. When I tried playing this again,
0: I remember thinking just how cool it was to work with the wingman, right? Like you're all working as a team and all that. And that's how I remember it. Like as a kid, but playing it now, they don't do shit.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, honestly, it's
0: it's just an illusion of help, but I don't know that they fire one shot.
1: No. And they're always in trouble and you always have to save their asses because it's like, Hey, I know you're shooting enemies, but Hey, help me or I'm going down. And it's like, Oh God. Again
0: they're a pain to save all the time it really is yeah and so most of the time you just say fuck it and go rogue (laughs) right yeah but even though they're not helping that much you never have the feeling of being overwhelmed
1: with enemies Uh, you disagree uh, it gets a little i feel like it gets a little hectic at times it's not like a crazy amount of enemies but I found myself when I tried to play this again, like trying to play through the campaign, it's like I wasn't 100% sure what I needed to shoot. What do you mean? Like when going going through like the city or going through like one of the first couple levels, it's like there's so many like, you know, like going through the asteroid belt. It's like what rocks can I shoot? What rocks can't I shoot? You're not just spamming the shoot button the whole time? No, I'm trying not to. Yeah, I because mean, you I also don't... have the charge that you can use. Yeah, and like I say, I I want exactly I want to hold it down. I want to hold it down, but it's like if I would hold it down, then it does go into like this supercharge mode, which is great. But man, I think kind of takes I need that thing to I wish that supercharger would charge up a lot faster than what it does.
0: Yeah, Um, there's definitely times that you can use it when you have less enemies on the screen.
1: Right, I do like the fact that it could lock in though that really makes my yeah. life easier,
0: yeah, uh, and it like it can be frustrating to hit the enemies sometimes if you're just trying to shoot, you know, not lock in on them because the way they move, they're just so like hectic at times
1: yeah it's it's erratic and it's hard to lock on so when i and I know exactly what you're trying to say because that's one of my major qualms: is the actual gameplay.
0: Well, you text me, or we talk somehow. I think it <laughs> would be text, right? Uh, and you said you hated how it recentered your cursor. Yes. If you're like shooting off to the right, your cursor's aimed to the right and you let go,
1: it'll always, like, um. what's the word? It kind of guides me back to the center. It's like, I don't want to be, if I want to be on the right side of the screen permanently, I have to hold over the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't just go over and, like, stay within these parameters because I feel like it's always kind of pulling me back in the middle.
0: That's something that I never really noticed, or it never bothered me when I was a kid. But you bringing it up and it just bringing it to my attention, like, okay, I could understand why that would be a problem and why you wouldn't like that. But did it get any better?
1: Um, I did try it on a couple different controllers. I tried it, you know what's funny? The one that was the best at it was the two handled Switch Joy Con controller, oddly enough, where I could actually like hold my hands apart and do one for mostly navigating and one for mostly shooting. I felt like that made it easier. But it still didn't, like, completely cure what I wanted it to cure. But it made it a lot easier than actually using, like, a like a regular handheld Switch or switch controller.
0: Well, that just seems like it would all be in your head, though.
1: And, and maybe it was. And also, I think it's just because this was the first time I actually, for, and I did it for this review, I played through the campaign, or tried to, because I I sat here. So you never played the campaign when you were a kid? No. Oh, really? And I'm starting to think that's the issue that I had. That was the disconnect I had with this game. Oh,
0: I see. Because you're you because in the multiplayer, it's always all range mode. Exactly. Where it does. I can move wherever I want. So in your head, that's what the game is.
1: Yes. Oh. And I'm starting to think that's exactly what it is because when I was over at like my cousins and I either watch him play or we had to play, you know, battle mode. And I didn't have that problem. Or at least not that not that I remembered,
0: which I and it's not something you ever got used to
1: when you're playing it this way or this time through. No, I felt like it was I feel like it was more difficult, which sucks because I really, really want to like this game. But it's like I feel like it was too it's like it's too much of a pain in the ass or or it's not what I remembered it being.
0: Well, no, it sounds like it wasn't at all what you remembered being because what you were playing was a completely different game. Not a completely different game. Right. It's a little dramatic, but well,
1: oh, no. The, the, the mechanics of it are different. No, and here's why I'm going to say that because it's funny that you bring up games made in 1997. There was another game that I think most people remember mostly for the multiplayer and not for the campaign. Goldeneye? Goldeneye. Yeah. Goldeneye didn't have that problem. Because when you're playing multiplayer and you're moving laterally room to room, you don't recenter you know you can stop moving, you can go backwards, you know when you play the campaign, it's the same way. you have a full range of motion. Is it just because you're always moving like in this tunnel where if the game almost has to like, correct you at times and keep you from going off screen because if there's a whole bunch of stuff on the left side, I obviously want to be on the right side of the screen to avoid it, but if I'm not holding it. Then it's gonna to try to center me back a little bit, which is a pain in the ass. Because the multiplayer and the campaign in GoldenEye work exactly the same. Yeah. I'm the not... multiplayer and the campaign in Star Fox does not. Yeah. Or at least I don't th- I don't think it does. Maybe it is in my head. I don't know.
0: No, I think you're right. With the like the all range mode, you it you get a lot more freedom of movement. You don't I don't feel like my movement was constricted. Because like it will still like center the cursor in the middle of the screen in all range mode but you don't feel like it pulls you or corrects you as much.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, is that fair to say? That is fair to say, because it's like, you know, I'm not moving straight down this tunnel, so I'm not like, you know, just, I only have one way to move, but I'm always moving forward. Whereas in range mode, if I go to the right, the game wants me to move to the right. So I'm not going straight, but on the right side of the screen, I'm actually turning to the right. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to shoot something while I'm moving to the right, that's a me problem. If you're going out of my range of view and I'm trying to move to the right to suit you, that's a me problem. Yeah, that's not a game problem. That's a me problem. Whereas in the campaign mode, that is a game problem. Or at least I feel like it wasn't very I don't I, I don't know. It is It is hard. to. I mean, you are getting what I'm trying to say, though, right?
0: I do. And I, I mean, I could understand why it would be a problem. But I think it's just something that you need to get used to, honestly, and kind of change how you play a little bit. At least how I play is I don't necessarily try to chase the person around like with the cursor. I try to get the enemy like in the center of the screen and like center oh. the, the enemy up and keep it, you know, within like a few, however you measure that of yeah. the center. That way I'm just kind of do, 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 do. And I could do that. Keeping around.
1: I could manage to figure it out, figure out how to do that.
0: Well, you sir are a dumbass. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. I just like I just straight up, you sir are a dumbass. So and let's. Get, I might and I might be honestly might yeah definitely.
0: Uh so let's get into the levels in the game. There's like 15 or 16 levels, and I think it depends on. uh so I think there's like you. Mm, how am I trying to say this? Depending on, like, the final boss, the Andros fight, if you fight, um like, one version of him or another, would oh. be, like, the 16th, I think. Okay, interesting. What's really cool about the game is the different paths. There's, like, an easy, medium, and hard path that you can take throughout the game. And, again, just depending on how you do in that level will determine what planet you go to next.
1: I think I did the hard path the entire time. I must have. I don't know.
0: And there's uh, like 25 different paths you could take through the game. Wow. Yeah. In that first level, uh, when Falco has, I think, like three people chasing him, you have to take out all three and then go and fly through under each of the archways that are on the water. If you fly through all the um, archways and save Falco, that'll open up the other path for you and you'll fight, I think, a different boss. You'll go through the waterfall and all that. Did you do that?
1: No, no. I I didn't. I didn't know any of the secrets, so yeah, I was just I think pretty much blind. We
0: yeah, I think when we were talking about it, I said you just have to save Falco. I right. didn't say anything about and the. I, I the had archways. about a
1: quarter of a second to save Falco, and yeah, you got to boost. Yeah, I, I know that now.
0: Yeah, because I say there's no like gas in the game; like it's always pushing you forward, but you can boost and that break. Boost is
1: weird the boost and the break is weird. Why? Because like it's exactly like I'm not. Feel like I'm not moving. It's just when I hit accelerate, I don't know, maybe my depth my depth perception in that game was kind of off. It felt like. I don't know. It's probably because I am constantly moving and I'm not hitting the gas. And I'm not hitting them like really coming to a complete stop when I hit break either.
0: That's just kind of throwing you off that you're always moving, you think? I think so. Yeah. So how far did you get in the game?
1: I got to the lava level and I was constantly dying.
0: Uh solar. Yeah.
1: I think I constantly died and I died a lot. And then I think I managed to find out a way to go the other way. And I did the the one with the where you're in like a little dune buggy actually on land Mm -hmm. where you got to save Slippy and where you have to aim in a really precise spot to take out the final boss there. And that was a pain in the ass,
0: which uh, I'm trying to think which level you're talking about.
1: I didn't make it past those points.
0: Uh, Yeah. Solar is a pain in the ass because you're constantly losing health. Right, because you're so close to the lava. I need my Varia
1: suit. Nothing, no laughs. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> are you just going to edit out like 15 seconds of my audio?
0: No, I was looking <laughs> at my notes and I wasn't really paying attention.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. At least you're honest. Thanks. Uh, did
0: you get to Macbeth, the train one, where you're on the Landmaster? No. No, oh, that one's kind of fun. But there's uh, to do like the alternate route or whatever. There is you have to hit um, like seven switches like shoot them okay and i could never figure out where that fucking last switch is or there might be eight. I i don't know but either way like i can never figure it out so if you know where it's at please let me know i mean i could look it up but
1: are you, are you just talking to the audience in general or are you talking to me because i have no fucking clue well
0: no i have no faith that you will ever know i'm talking to the audience fair fair but uh going back to solar a little bit because that boss sucks too
1: Okay, and it wasn't just me.
0: I cannot figure out where to hit him. Right. Like, okay. the the Thank hitbox yes. is just so fucking weird. Yes. And, you Thank know, you. it's like that with a lot of the bosses, I think, at least. Like, the, the hitboxes, it just, it's hard to, like, get precise hits on them. But the thing is, once you do and figure it out, their health drops pretty quickly. Yeah. I, I think, you know, they might be, like, intentionally small, the hitboxes. That way, you know.
1: That way, you can't hit them,
0: right? And, and yeah, when you do, it actually feels like a reward. So, talking about the like the bosses and the enemies in general, like I said, it's it's a pain in the ass to hit the enemies sometimes, and they're just like normal ships. And yeah. you know, there's you know small changes to the enemies. Some of them might fly up in front of you and then stop, but they still you know take like a hit or two to to knock down, right? Uh, that one that shoots the colorful orbs. I think it's the asteroid field. These like colorful uh, orbs in like a spiral pattern. Yes. I fucking hate that.
1: Uh, yeah, because it takes about 30 of your health every hit.
0: But, you know, like the enemies, uh, they're not super difficult, most of them. But another thing that makes you lose health, probably more, honestly, is the obstacles. Whether it be the lava with the little lava worms jumping up or, you know, asteroids asteroid or falling was, buildings.
1: The, yeah, the the asteroid field was the worst for me just because like getting in between the rocks was a pain in the ass.
0: Then you also like some of the enemies you have the Star Wolf team. Do you remember that? I do. Yes, I actually
1: fought that team of 4.
0: Yeah, Wolf and Leon, uh Pygma who used to be good.
1: Yeah, Pygma is a and dirty Andrew. dirty dirty traitor bitch. And <laughs>
0: Again, just like the bosses, like they're harder to hit, but once you hit them, their their health drops really quickly. Did you play the level with the bosses at the end of the the robot soldiers? You had the two. I
1: don't think so.
0: No, oh, those are a pain in the ass too because they're. If you think that just like a regular enemy is hard because they're hectic, those are even harder. And then after you defeat those, you uh, do like another bigger, or maybe not bigger, but like a batter type thing. And oh again, God. it's just so fucking hard to hit. Oh, God. It's safe to say you never got to the
1: Andros fight. No, it is, it is. Yes, it is safe to say I never got there. No,
0: I don't know how much we want to talk about it because, well, if, I mean, if you've never played it and just like spoilers, but go for it, I would say it's just hard to hit at times. Health drops fairly quickly. Just that seems pretty status quo for the bosses. So, I, yeah, I don't want to go too much into it. What do you think about the graphics? Let's talk I, about that for a little bit.
1: I thought this game still looked good. I mean, that, and that's what stinks because the game really does look good. You know, it's colorful. Obviously, it could use a polishing, which, you know, is neither here nor there, but that's just games in 1997 in general. You know, they always use good polishing if you do it right. I'm looking at you, GTA Trilogy. <laughs> but I thought the game looked nice.
0: It really did. Yeah, it still looks really good. I would feel pretty safe in saying that um, it's one of the best looking in 64 games. E-
1: I could I could agree with that. Yeah.
0: It's not um it's not like a polygonal look like some of them have.
1: There were, there were no uh pointed boobs like no, there was in uh no pointed boobs no like pointed in Tomb Raiders. No point oh it's a shame.
0: You know, all the levels have a pretty unique look and they all look good. Um, some of the textures, like on the mountains and buildings and on the ground, it they're not great.
1: Like cheaply rendered.
0: Yeah. It is what it is though. Right. Like, I, yeah. d- that's it's a minor complaint, really. Dude, the animations are so fucking smooth in this game, whether it be like blowing up the enemies. Like it, it the,
1: like, a su- like a supernova effect, yeah. Right,
0: yeah. It just looks so good. The barrel roll looks good. Do a barrel roll. All the cut scenes look good, too. The, like, graphic design of the HUD with your health and your hits and your life and bombs, it's functional and it looks good. It's clean and simple.
1: It doesn't get in the way.
0: No, not at all. No. Easy to understand.
1: Do a barrel roll.
0: <laughs> okay, so you keep saying do a barrel roll. Let's talk oh. about the sound a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, God. But what... What sound? The only sound I heard was, do a barrel roll, help me out, stop shooting at me, Fox.
0: The soundtrack was produced by Koji Kondo, who is pretty famous in like the Nintendo world.
1: Yeah, why haven't I heard that name before?
0: Um, he's the composer for most of the Mario games and the Zelda games. Very um, well revered in the industry. Any soundtrack that he's
1: on, like you know it's going to be good. Like, did he do a lot of the more, more recent Mario games, or was it just, like, well, he, some of the older Mario games?
0: So, he was the third person hired by Nintendo for music and sound effects. Like, third person ever? Third person like
1: the, ever. Or, like, the third person, like, the first two didn't work out, and they hired somebody else. No, like, like, like that the third, third person ever.
0: Oh. So, like, yeah, I'm not sure how many games he does now but you know like the original like mario games and shit like that were composed by him zelda
1: classic yeah
0: no for sure the music has
1: um like an epic feel to it i didn't see i didn't notice oh, you did not feel that i, I was trying i was too intense trying to get the game to work and then all i heard was slippery get a slippy, watch out do a barrel roll you know and
0: that's oh, really me. the the voiceovers or whatever you want to call call them are really what this game is like the sound is remembered by because right. they were really well done and I remember like just being wowed by it as a kid. Really, I do. Yeah. Well,
1: you really loved your just having teammates in general.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was cool, but now kind of fucking sucks because because <laughs> they're useless. Yeah, they don't do shit.
1: Like you're not gonna give me health. You're not gonna give me any kind of drops. You're not gonna help me take out enemies. You're just gonna run around. And you're gonna you're they're bait. Right. They're bait. And they're not good bait either.
0: Yeah, there were uh, so many memorable lines from this game. Like you said, do a barrel roll was one of them. Uh, I think Peppy also says, like, use bombs wisely. Oh,
1: yeah. And like I said, a lot of times I ended up, you know, because I'm getting one of those sporadic kind of chaos modes. I'm shooting everything. So I often got yelled at for friendly fire. (laughs) Who are you guys?
0: We're Star Fox or uh, uh, Shogun is his name. That like little robot, not little, but the robot soldier flying around. He, several times when you're fighting him, cocky little freaks. (laughs) Falco, though, like he's so cocky and annoying. No, bitch, I'm the fucking leader. Like you want to act like you're big shit, but you're not just like, shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Annoying bird. I am the great Leon. He can sure be a pain in the neck. Oh, my God. I found the entire Star Fox 64 script. (laughs) Where do you think this
0: um Fell on on the list of the best selling Nintendo 64
1: games. Oh, let's see. The best selling Nintendo 64 games. A number that just popped into my head was 14. Ninth. Ninth. Okay. It's ninth so I was, close. I was close. What was that? What was ahead of it? I'm
0: curious. Oh, I don't have the list in front of oh, me. Probably but Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Goldeneye, Goldeneye uh Mario Kart Mario
1: probably probably double da- oh double dash was game key wasn't it
0: yeah maybe banjo kazooie
1: ooh i love me some banjo kazooie i love me some banjo kazooie probably the best the best concept for an ending boss fight ever
0: it is still a well regarded game in terms of gameplay and looks maybe not gameplay so much for you But I still think people like it now. It was released on the Wii and Wii U virtual consoles, uh, re-released on the 3DS, and recently came out on the Nintendo 64 Online for the Switch. There were several games that came out in the franchise after this. You had Star Fox Adventures and Star Fox Assault for the GameCube, uh, Star Fox Command for the DS, and Star Fox Zero for the Wii U. None of the other games in the franchise came close. close to touching
1: this. Was that that was like would you say that was one of the first games that they kid that came out in the 64? Did you say that right?
0: Uh it came out in 97. When the 64 come out?
1: 96?
0: I, I was thinking 96 as well. Maybe
1: 96, 97.
0: But this game is why people love the Star Fox franchise.
1: Oh yeah. This this is the quintessential.
0: And this game alone is why people want star fox games still to be made to this day, even though, and I haven't played any of them since, so I probably shouldn't say that, even though the rest are trash <laughs> i'm I'm confident in saying just uh, in comparison this, yes, they're just, no
1: you got any final thoughts? this game it looks it looks great, it's like I said, the controls are weird, but I think there's For some reason, like mentally, I think there's a different control scheme between playing multiplayer and playing campaign. And all I remember was multiplayer. Trying to play the campaign was a whole different ballgame for me. And it was just weird and clunky and a little unresponsive.
0: I loved this game as a kid. Absolutely loved it. Like I said, I adored it. This was the game on the Nintendo 64 for me. Really? Yep. I didn't play the 64 a ton. I've played a lot more since, but when I was a kid growing up, oh, let's see here. I don't think I played much Mario Kart 64 at all. I played a little, because we never had one. The the 64, to me, came down to playing at my babysitter's or a friend's house. And then my cousin had it, and I played Smash one time at their house, and I fucking hated it.
1: You hated the original Smash? (laughs) Yes. That's pretty funny.
0: As a kid, the extent of my N64 knowledge was Star Fox, the one game of Smash, Mario 64, NBA Jam, and uh, Star Wars game, Empire. You said Age of Empires? No, the Star Wars game, uh, Empire, Shadow of the Empire, I think. Gotcha.
1: I think my N64 knowledge was, it was mostly at one of my friends' house. Like I said, my cousin had it, and he played Star Fox. I had another cousin that had a 64, and... She played a lot of, um, she, she she actually, they were into the Mario Kart and they were into Metal Gear Solid. Mm. And then I had another friend that was into GoldenEye and WWE, no mercy.
0: So a lot of what wowed me about this game when I was a kid does not wow me anymore. You know, like the branching level system. Like that's not uncommon for games now. Right. Uh, the teamwork, you know, that wowed me as a kid. Right, yeah. Which obviously does not now the dialogue like it was really good for the time but like that's just what a game should be now this is the bend it set this
1: game did set a lot of benchmarks i'll say that yeah
0: and it's not as good as what i remember it's probably me romanticizing you know the past a little bit yeah and I had not played it for years and years, like between playing it as a kid. So there was a lot of romanticizing with it, I think. But it's still a very smooth game. It sounds good. It looks good. It may not be as good as what I remember, but 100% it still holds up to me.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: 100%. 100%.
1: Good. So what would you give it grade-wise then, Re- Um, just in retrospect?
0: It's a game you should definitely play. If, if we're just doing pass play play whatever just play it for sure buy it well unless you have the switch online then you could play it on there but it's definitely a game that i would i would recommend playing if not buying okay i this this may be my first ever incomplete so explain your scoring system
1: so the the scoring system is the weldy system of course w being wow e being extra good l being liked it d being didn't like it and y being yuck play something else I feel like I had to give this game an incomplete, like I couldn't give it a fair grade because all I remember, like, I feel like if we got together and played the multiplayer, maybe I could actually, actually give it a grade, but I don't remember playing a lot of the, I didn't play the campaign, so playing the campaign was a whole different beast and a whole different style of gameplay, which was weird for me. So I really can't give it a grade. I got nothing for you today, but I know it sounds like a cop out, but these, I feel like there's two totally different games here.
0: Yeah, It's definitely a cop out. but we could we could get online and play that is true yes you
1: can play this game online can't you
0: i would fucking smoke you you would
1: maybe probably
0: if you're more comfortable with multiplayer than what you are campaign then probably not
1: i mean you'd probably still win but at least give you a run for your money because like i said multiplayer was more of what i remember and more like the better flying style
0: it's uh fly on out of here
1: hey hey make sure you do a barrel roll.
0: Um, Let us know what you think about Star Fox 64. Do you love it like I do, or is it incomplete, like Nicholas over there?
1: I am incomplete.
0: So you can catch Nick on Twitch Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Yes. Thursday is still community night?
1: Thursday is still community night, and I just bought the new Jackbox 8, which is a blast.
0: Is that new? Yes. Oh, nice. All right, so follow us on Twitch at retro underscore smash Twitter. Twitter at retro Twi- underscore at, uh, on I was Twitter. Like, oh,
1: you're on Twitch now. No, I got I excited.
0: Not quite. Follow us on Twitter at retro underscore smashed, and you can join our Discord. Discord link is in our Twitter bio. Yep. And I think that's all. That is all. Yeah. Thanks for listening.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. We certainly do appreciate all of you guys tuning in every week or by week Bye.